This is Father Kevin Hale with the homily for the second Sunday of Easter of Divine Mercy, the 19th of April. The words self-isolation have become part and parcel of our everyday parlance these last few weeks. Isolation and self-isolation have a connotation of something slightly sinister, dark and lonely. The first occasion of self-isolation in the church occurred after the death of Jesus, when the apostles went into the upper room and self-isolated for fear, not of a virus or an invisible enemy, but from a fear of persecution. So the poignancy of that moment should not be lost on us now, when we hear Jesus breaking through their fear and into the upper room and greeting them with the words characteristic of all those post-resurrection appearances, peace be with you. On this eighth day of Easter every year, the church recalls that first Easter Sunday evening. This is the octave day of Easter, and for the past week we've celebrated the resurrection as one long celebration or festival. We recall the moment today when Jesus enters the upper room, uninvited, unexpected, and bestows the first gift of the resurrection on his church, divine mercy and pardon. That power of forgiveness given to the church is so that she can pardon sins. It was born from the side of Christ upon the cross as the blood and water poured forth, symbols of baptism and reconciliation. Each year on this second Sunday of Easter, Feast of Divine Mercy, we are presented with the figure of St Thomas, Doubting Thomas, as he is often called. Of course, in the 21st century, we've all become somewhat Doubting Thomases, sceptics. We like hard physical evidence for everything. Everything is questions. Taking faith on trust isn't easy for us. The instinct to demand to see more isn't, of course, necessarily unhealthy. Christian belief is, after all, built on reason. It's faith-seeking understanding, tested by healthy inquiry and contemptuous of superstition. Ultimately, we acknowledge that we are never going to know Jesus 100% in this life. But our trust in him and that we shall be with him one day in the next life, is what faith is all about. We've had to learn to trust more in these days, because we've had to depend on others more than usual during this affliction. Sadly, our post-religious culture doesn't value high trust, doesn't value trust very highly. It's come to confuse cynicism with sophistication, which is strange because we have to do many things on trust, and one of them is love. We perform many things based on the bonds of love and trust without having to have them proven. The existence of God and the resurrection of Jesus is one of them. Jesus doesn't want us to have to put our fingers into the wounds the nails have made. He wants us simply to love and trust him. That should be enough, and it is enough for us to be called blessed 
because blessed rather are those who have not seen and yet believe. The resurrection is the good news. It is the gospel. Last Sunday, standing as a solitary figure before the altar in St. Peter's Basilica, Pope Francis reiterated, like a flame, a new flame, this good news springs up in the night, the night of a world already faced with epoch-changing challenges and now oppressed by a pandemic severely testing our whole human family. This is a different contagion, a message transmitted from heart to heart, for every human heart awaits the good news. It is the contagion of hope. Christ, my hope is risen. This is no magic formula that makes problems vanish. No, the resurrection of Christ is not that. Instead, it is the victory of love over the root of evil, a victory that does not bypass suffering and death, but passes through them, opening a path in the abyss, transforming evil into good. This is the unique hallmark of the power of God. My dear friends, Eastertide is the renewal, the season of renewal of faith. Faith lived with joy and the enthusiasm of people who know we are children of God and with Mary as our mother, because she is the woman of faith in the resurrection. She'd never doubted, but always believed that the promises made to her by the Lord would be fulfilled. Trust in Mary and a deep spiritual connection to her always ensures that the church, that we, will be faithful to Christ. Let us pray. God of everlasting mercy, who in the very recurrence of the Paschal Feast, kindle the faith of the people you've made your own. Increase, we pray, the grace you have bestowed, that all may grasp and rightly understand in what font they have been washed, by whose spirit they have been reborn, by whose blood they have been redeemed, through Christ our Lord. Amen.